1: Hey, Henry, what's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and
0: gents, this is the moment you've waited for.
1: There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's coming on the burning lights. With the fireways running tonight. Impossible comes true. It's taking over you. This is the greatest show. Now it's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast episode number 457, recorded from the DeFont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island and Sunny Southwest Florida. I'm your host Gary joined as always by my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Doing good. How are you? Good. Good happy new year, yeah. Happy new year to you as well. This is our 10th year, 10th calendar year doing this podcast, right?
0: Do we start in 14, 14, 15, 16, yeah. 17, 18, 19, 20, 23, that's messed up, isn't it? 10th calendar year, that is
1: messed up. That's a best one of the day, right there. That's insane. We're insane for doing this for 10 years,
0: and the show has only gotten
1: better. Is that right? Mm hmm. Okay, that's good. I'm glad somebody thinks it. What's new, partner? How's your uh, how's the New Year going? New Year was good? That's good. How was uh how was your New Year's Eve celebration? I'm sure we'll get into more detail,
0: but New Year's Eve celebration was good. We'll be discussing that probably next week when we bring Susie back into the studio.
1: Very nice. I know
0: you were up on uh up on property. I won't up on property. Much. Eating at Topolinos.
1: Okay, we'll give that away your we'll new a, favorite place in the world we'll do a topolino
0: Rivera. review uh and one of your new favorite. all are, right well are you down on it now no, no 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 hey well you're gonna have to listen in parts
1: <laughs> don't that's a good teaser away. right there don't want to give too much away that place messes me up though the riviera it really does just thinking about it one of these days i'm gonna send you the message and be like can i buy like 30 points off you to stay at riviera for a couple nights yeah it's already mess, it's no? messing me up.
0: oh and look at what we have here what's that i'm scrolling through facebook and we are in disney's riviera resort group on facebook oh as you showing, gotta you gotta add it in no it's just no i've been in in it but it's just funny how it pops up oh as okay. you and i discussed in
1: riviera that's funny you're right
0: so what yeah, else? you want to
1: stay there don't you i do want to stay there it looks so nice Just eating that primo piatto messed me up. I can't even imagine what Topolino would do. Yeah. Just like two, just one or two nights, like at the beginning of the trip or the end of the trip, just as like the wind down. I think that's the way to go from now on. Just do a bunch of, just do a split stay. Yeah. Do like a moderate or a value, do the parks, and then for like one or two nights at the end, just relax at a deluxe. We,
0: we agreed, Pard, you do not do values anymore. I could do pop, like if no, I'm no, part- no, 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 no. You cannot. You cannot.
1: What about like for Skyliner purposes? Just no nope. Caribbean Beach. You're saying. All right, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it doesn't take much to convince me to spend more money. Remember,
0: remember the food options, the bar options, and the pools.
1: Now, what about and this? This could be actually a topic for another week. But what if the difference between staying at a value and a moderate gives you an extra night at a deluxe at the end like if you do four nights at a value gives you three nights at a deluxe or you could do uh five nights at a moderate and just only two nights at a deluxe because of the budget
0: that's hard to say
1: you you know what i'm saying would you trade an extra night would you just take those nights at a value to get an extra night at a deluxe? I think I would. But the you'd almost ex- have to go. We'd have to look at
0: prices. You'd almost have to go to five, four, three, five at All Stars or three at Riviera. I'm taking three at
1: Riviera all day and twice on Sunday there, partner. Instead of like four and three. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you know, it's just one of those. You got to play the numbers. You got to figure it out. See what works best. That would be great, though. Do all of them? Just do like the the uh, the Skyliner stay, two at Pop, two at Caribbean Beach, and two at Riviera. Boom, boom, boom! Right down the Skyliner. Yeah, that's beneath me, parts. I don't do those <laughs> anymore. You're not doing that stuff.
0: Absolutely not. Well, you'll never pay for a room again. That's that's incorrect. I do foresee probably Swan Dolphin at some
1: point. Oh, okay. Yeah, because if you run out of points and you want to stay, that's going to be a good move. But now you can't. You ne- you'll you never be able to justify paying rack rate for a deluxe again. No, no. There's no
0: way. I cringe when I go online and look at those prices.
1: The only thing I could see. Actually, I could see you doing the cabins again out of pocket. I could see that. And then like Swan and Dolphin, like you said, that's pretty much it that I could see. Not bad options. So you you sent me an email today. Yep. Basically a complete upheaval of this podcast. What are we what are you doing to me here? You just It's
0: not an upheaval. I just said no 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 you tell It's a new
1: year. New Year, new you. Not even a new me. I think the first episode of every year you decide you want to like shorten change things up a little bit. Talk about golf as much. And then by by like July, we have a forty three minute conversation about Alex Detweiler and things so are off the rails again. Right. So you you are trying to play but we have a a very big audience in the Sarasota area that tunes do. in for the first 12 minutes and then tunes out. Correct. And then we have an equally big audience that skips ahead 15 minutes and only tunes in for the other part. That's correct. So you want to try to find a happy medium where everybody is enjoying yes. the whole show. I don't know yes. if that's I don't know if that's possible with what we have with our audience.
0: This is this is a Disney vacation lifestyle podcast.
1: Is that right? It's not a golf podcast. Correct. Okay. Well, you can play golf at Disney. That's when we could talk about it. If I it saw happens, that post, right? that was a good post. That was a good post. I
0: didn't get any action on that.
1: No, that's because you tagged only a couple people. I wonder if it didn't like pop up on other people's feeds. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. The algorithm got messed up on that one, but that's fine. I'm okay with it. We can uh we can shorten the banter and be more professional in the first part of our. I didn't episode. say that we had to be professional in that Oh, email, more Disney so don't focused put words I into say. my mouth. No, mind. no, Disney focused, which is,
0: in, is I am out I am about as far from professional as a professional broadcaster podcaster can be, correct? I would agree with that. Just about as far as you could
1: possibly be.
0: I now, mean, do we need to just put like pens and paper into the equation? Like, make you know, like we're taking notes, like a pros and cons
1: kind of list here.
0: Yeah, like all of a sudden, oh, that was very interesting. And you see me start writing something down.
1: Oh, that's not a bad idea. Take, I notes like, when you know, the, the presidential debates, and oh, here's a very interesting <laughs> a sip of water and write that down. I was watching Tom Morrow and he mentioned blah blah blah. And I'd like to bring that to your attention here. What are your thoughts on anyway? So, basically, you want to use this beginning part. Mm -hmm. To talk about future episodes, talk about maybe small Disney news that we don't want to. If we don't, if we don't have a full
0: news episode, sure. I'm okay with that. That We find out that there's a 35% discount on
1: rooms in May. Talk about that. Is that the case? Is that what's going on right now? Or is that a for Mm -mm. example? Okay. So for this week, then we're gonna to have to talk about some of our upcoming shows because we have some guests lined up. We've got up some coming.
0: good shows coming up, don't this we? It's gonna be a
1: busy January, it looks like. It's gonna be a bit very busy January, and maybe even into February, depending on how the calendar falls here. I mean, we've
0: got Susie coming on. We're gonna do a
1: Topolino review. We got that coming up in the next week. We've got Alex Detweiler coming on. A two-part series? Are you telling me? Oh, this? it's
0: gonna be at least a two. Yeah, at least a two. I don't know if I can get him for three. He's gonna okay. tune me out. But we're gonna do. Disney Cruise Line. Ooh, for a non-Disney fan. Okay, who likes he's not a Disney guy. But he's not a he's not an anti.
1: He's like a he's not completely
0: guy. anti, but he's not a Disney guy.
1: He's not a cheerleader, right? He doesn't have the pom poms like us. But he's uh, he's okay. He's on the fence. And then we have another one. That's a special one.
0: That's a special one. You're gonna have to tune in for that one. That is that's gonna be a special show,
1: isn't it? Alex Part Two. And then we have new Phil Jr. lined up for some DVC talk. You told we me he new was coming Phil on in the month of January. Yep. And then we have uh, Por Favor Mary's going cruising on the new Disney uh, ship. We could do another cruise show when she comes back. We could, but she's pretty much fallen off the earth. You don't like that? She still listens. She's the only one Does that... She? Well, she's in our group, so she knew it existed. That's true. That's a good point. We got We got her instead of Doug Willing, so she's more engaged than that.
0: That's true. Doug has still has yet to listen to an episode in the
1: past like 6 months.
0: <laughs>
1: Speaking of, how do you get into that Facebook group parts?
0: It's just uh it's just on Facebook search for us what is it? The WDW Beyond the Gates
1: is it family or podcast podcast family. Family. Yep. Yeah. And then there's two simple questions and you get approved and you're in the group. And then you can also go to our our YouTube channel where we have a brand new video that just came out youtube.com slash at wdwbtg subscribe if you haven't already and we have a beach club one bedroom villa room review did you end up watching that i had just started it when you popped in here so i I had to close out that's why it took me a second i will watch it later though i i saw the premiere i got the notification i went to click and it said premieres at eight o'clock and then by the time it was eight i was working on the music for the uh, episode and then when i was done you popped in not too long after, so I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing, but I did experience it, and I also watched it. I watched the uh, the initial screening back at the compound when Susie walked out. Oh, that's right. And uh, there's other, there's more video from that room that will be probably coming at some point in the near future, I would imagine. A dining review from Boardwalk Deli, which was I'm I kind of am regretting not going there. The rain really messed me up that day before you got there because I was planning on walking over and getting some food there, but I was too hungry. I had I couldn't, I couldn't leave the uh, the confines. It was too, way too rainy that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, we're getting that cold front. Another one?
0: No, we were that, that oh, day. Oh, at that
1: time, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's when it started getting real cold that's correct all right well so that being said all with all that good stuff coming up in the next few weeks i think we have a lot for the people to digest here so why don't we take a little break and uh come back and get into the meat of the episode what do you say sounds good to me parts all right we'll be right back all right we are back from break episode number 457 of the wdw beyond the Gates podcast and this week we're talking about some changes for 2023 not just the not just the podcast but what changes you think there might be at Walt Disney World for this upcoming year and there could be a lot because we had a, a CEO change and I think they're going to try to change the uh The what's the word I'm looking for? The overall, the uh, I I can't think of the word. Like the view that people have of Walt Disney World. I think they're going to try to change that culture and the way people look at it. There's a lot of negativity with Chapik, and I think they're going to try to put some lipstick on a pig and make. So they're going to put.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. Do nothing but make you feel like they did something.
1: Well, yeah, that's what they had done for
0: a long time. We listened, we listened to you, and we realized you did not want Magical Express. You wanted to pay for it. Right. They're listening to us. They're listening to us, Gary. Well,
1: that's the problem. Yeah, they're going to bring it back. You want a Magical Express. Now, for only $49.95 each way per person, you can get the Magical Express again, and people will get very happy about that. And then there'll be you know, other things coming, and they'll make some changes, of course. And there'll be things that will actually be good. There'll be things that are are just uh, window dressing or lipstick on a pig, if you will. But what what are some of the things that you foresee happening in 2023 at Walt Disney World or maybe even beyond?
0: I think that we are going
1: to see the sale of annual passes again. They have to, don't they? They have to. And you think they'll? With that being said, do you think they'll get rid of the reservation system?
0: It's a let's let's just go back to the annual passes for a second. Okay, sure. think we'll about how think about how messed this how messed up this is. You you have a pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you renew your annual passes if you're living in Europe and you're not sure when you're going to come back over here? Right. So you just say, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll forgo the ten percent discount that I do to renew it because if I sit on it for six months or even like a month, you're going to make that money back. So I'm just going to wait and see and and see when I can go back there and when they're going to lift restrictions and this and that. Oh, you can't you can't buy annual passes, right? Now, as a DVC member, they used to get they used to get annual passes for free. And granted. With the blue card, they can take anything away. That's fine. I understand it. But you buy a Disney vacation club, and now you can't get into the freaking parks?
1: You can't even buy a Daniel Pass. That's insane to me. So let's say, you like, your example, you're European or, you know, from South America, DVC member. You have a lot of points. You stay for two or three weeks. Because a lot of times, people that come from out of the country, they stay for 14 days, 20 sure. days. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah and now you have to buy three separate park tickets if you want to go to the parks all those days like cuz the most you can buy is a 10 day right yeah i think so i think maybe if you're from i think you can get a lo- a little bit longer if you're from europe and you go through like a different way i think you can get maybe a 12 or 14 day but even still like if you do that or if if you split it up and you do it a couple times and you just want the i mean Sometimes you just want the annual pass. There's discounts you can get with it. Sure, you absolutely. On. You want the AP. And if you're there a for a club. If you're there for a long time too and you get 10, 20% off on dining, that adds up pretty quick yeah. to some nice savings. Yeah. And,
0: and g- now granted you you're getting a lot of those same discounts with DVC, DVC but y- you're getting, you know, there there's some exclusives that you get with the annual pass and vice versa.
1: Well, and that that's just an example of a DVC. It could be someone who has a second home. In Orlando from Europe, and they Mm -hmm. go for a month at a time or two months at a time, and now they can't or they don't want to buy individual park tickets to go to the parks, so they can't do an annual pass. Things Now, we're we're
0: using foreigners as I don't know if I can say that word. You can say foreigners. Is foreigner okay? I'm not sure if you can say that word anymore. I think so. you're looking foreign. You okay? You we just gave the example of foreign people. Now let's look at the way the people from the United States travel when they have DVC. They come here two, three, four times a year. Sometimes,
1: yeah, even if it's only three or four days. At so a now time. you're
0: telling them that on every vacation you got to buy a four-day pass,
1: which is about eight or nine hundred dollars at this point. It's crazy. Yeah. So you think they'll bring it back? Now I, I still don't understand the reasoning why they. Haven't brought it back. I understand why they suspended sales when the parks were closed or when they had limited admissions and things. Well,
0: like didn't, that. didn't 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 uh, Fat Bob like make make a claim that he didn't like annual pass holders
1: because we didn't spend the money? Oh yeah, I'm sure they did, but they spend the money on the annual pass. That's free money mm-hmm. unless they think they're taking up too much space. Then just don't sell any. If that's the plan, just don't sell any annual passes. I'd be okay with that if they just came out and said it.
0: Everybody's have, on. I've had annual passes since I moved here, and yeah. all I do is go to deluxe
1: resorts and eat. Right. You don't even go in the parks after. Don't even go in the parks? So, I mean, I understand. You're not the norm. You're probably in the lower And I'm do- I do go to the parks,
0: and I go to the parks quite often. I do get my money's worth of my annual passes. Oh, but you I know what, know. what I'm, I'm saying. I don't passes, go. Yeah. For 15 hours a day,
1: no, and I, I it doesn't really make any sense why they don't sell them because they can still limit you if they want to close off reservations. Obviously, they can mess with that, and they have because you had times where you couldn't get a reservation, and all of a sudden, you linked your hotel stay, and all the r- parks were open for you.
0: It wasn't that's amazing because it was that, that was a COVID thing, right? I was trying to restrict. And I couldn't get in when I was gonna see you, and then I just said, Oh, let me go on to my Port Orleans French Quarter and reservation. All the parks are and, open. All the parks opened up mysteriously.
1: Right. So obviously they could still mess with that system if they're doing reservations, if they want to limit AP holders getting in, if that's what the issue is. Um I don't know. It I don't I still don't understand if they have that much disdain for annual passes, just stop selling them. If it doesn't make fiscal sense for them, just stop selling them. Right? Uh, just no more. Everyone has to buy park tickets, day of, or, you know, a, a book of them, or whatever it is. I think they have a disdain, but I think their
0: numbers show otherwise. Well, then why I think not they're sell no- think th- I think they hate us, but I think that they need us then why not
1: sell them? There's no... What they're doing now makes no sense. If they just sell them because it makes fiscal sense, even though they hate the annual pass holders, that makes sense. If they stop completely because they lose money on annual pass holders, okay, then don't sell any. That makes sense. Like, there's no... What they're doing now by only allowing people to renew them doesn't have a reason. There's no... You can't come up with a reason why they're doing that. That's the part that's confusing to me. Like if you tell me they took away tables in Wonderland because, you know, whatever reason. At least that makes sense. Okay, we're just getting rid of a discount. You can justify why they're not doing that. They figured out they were not making money on that deal. They were losing, you know, they were giving more discounts than they were bringing in by selling the tables in Wonderland Pass. They didn't want to do it anymore. They got rid of it. Okay, I understand that. If they made the same calculation on annual passes and said, we're going to make more money on ticket sales if we eliminate annual passes altogether, then, okay, it would be a very unpopular decision, don't get me wrong. Yeah, But they would, at least I could understand if they, they run those numbers and they figure out, okay, annual passes are hurting us, we don't sell them anymore. Okay, that's a fiscal decision. Or annual passes are a great revenue generator for us. Let's just sell them carte blanche, no restrictions. What is then it? They have to do one or the other. No, what like is the it middle do- doesn't make sense. What does it do, though, to the DVC market? It doesn't matter. People already have it. Is that the only reason they sell annual passes? Uh, well,
0: maybe. if if you're If you own DVC, do you just say, screw it, and then just put your contract up for sale?
1: Because well, mo- I'd say
0: most of those people have annual passes. You think now they're just going to say, oh, screw it. I'll just buy hard tickets now. It's going to cost me four times more. Well, what are people doing that have
1: DVC that missed out on this if they didn't renew it? Maybe a lot of them didn't. I don't know. That's what, Like I don't have is-
0: numbers in front of me. I'm just saying that would destroy D- – If if they just got rid of annual passes on the whole, that's going
1: to kill – all right, well, then make it that DVC. only DVC members can buy annual passes, if that's the answer to that question. Like, I'm just saying what they're doing now, just staying in this weird holding pattern, makes the least amount of sense out of anything. One way or the other, you could say, okay, they figured out it, it works this way. This doesn't make sense because they're just stagnant. Right. I I just can't. You know, there's not even an answer I can come up with that makes sense why they're doing it. Everything else they do, wh- whether it's unpopular or not, usually I you could say, okay, this is why they did it. I don't like it, but this is why they did it. Why are they doing it this way, where you can only renew an annual pass? Unless they're just trying to phase it out slowly. You can only be grandfathered in. Anyone who doesn't have an annual pass now is never going to have one. it's not it doesn't make sense to me but maybe that's the answer i don't know so you bet, i mean you're held hostage at this point you have to renew because you're not going to buy a 4 day park cropper no i mean you'll still go cuz you don't care that much about the parks but i mean you'd be that'd be kind of crappy if you now you just got this dvc you, you miss your renewal, to... and now you can't go to the parks anymore. Like uh, I don't know, it's a it's a very strange system. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But you think they'll start selling them this year? That's your that's your prediction. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't. I just can't think of a reason why they they wouldn't. I can't think of a reason why they're not already. It. it I, if anyone can give me a reason why they're doing it the way they are now and explain it in like business terms, I'd love to hear it. But it, I can't think of a reason why they're doing it the way they are right now. doesn't make any sense. Because like I said, it's not like they're going to have to worry about the parks getting overcrowded because they have this reservation system where they can close it down whenever they want and say there's no reservations available. And they can fudge that and still let resort guests get reservations while annual pass holders that aren't staying at a hotel cannot get a reservation if they want, because obviously they've done that in the past, so they could do that again if they're worried about overcrowding. So I, I need I need to hear a reason for this. It doesn't make any sense. Is there a reason like is there anything you could think of for why they're doing it this way? No. All right, so at least I'm not going crazy. Well, let's, let's move this in. Do you think the reservation system will go away? I don't. I, I actually agree with you. I don't. I know it's unpopular, but I think this one makes sense. Like, this is one of those where you could say it's unpopular, but I understand why they're doing it. And even though people don't like it and they would probably be happy if it went away. I can see why they would keep it in. It makes perfect sense why they do it. I I don't particularly like it. I'm sure you dislike it more than I do, Mm -hmm. but it makes sense to me. Now, what I think they will do is eliminate or change the park hopping restriction. I agree. They might make it 10 a.m. or afternoon you don't have to check into your first park to park like it doesn't make any sense like let's say you make a reservation for epcot and then at two o'clock where you could park hop you want to go to magic kingdom you actually have to swipe into epcot to be able to go into magic kingdom or just go to guest services
0: or they can swipe
1: you in which is probably longer than actually going to epcot doing it yourself the way the line right guest services and that's a a good
0: use of their time
1: too right exactly so maybe at noon that all goes away like your reservation is wiped clear if you have a park hopper you can go to any park once once noon hits i'd you know even that would be okay if they kept the reservation system i think they should just get rid of all the park hopping restrictions but that would just make park hoppers non-reservation because then you could just go to any park you wanted so They can't hamstring their own reservation system to allow park hopping at any time, but they have to come to a better happy medium with it, whether it's 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. or noon or whatever the time is that they decide. That's the right time. People will still bellyache about it, but I think they have to change it quite a bit. Two o'clock seems too late. And having to tap in to your initial park is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, let's say... Let's say I'm on vacation. I buy my five-day... I buy a park hopper. And I have uh, an Epcot reservation for the morning. Right? But then we're doing Mickey's Christmas party at night at Magic Kingdom. We were planning to hop over there early... And one of my kids isn't feeling good in the morning. So we decided not to go to Epcot. Now we have to wait and guest services so we can get into magic kingdom at two o'clock. So we want to spend, you know, the afternoon in magic kingdom to park hop over there before the party starts, which I paid, you know, obviously you can get in with your hard ticket for that, but you have to wait till five or six o'clock right. or whatever it is. Like there's just so many reasons why you may skip, Your morning park and still want to go to your afternoon park or your park hopping park and to make it that difficult to do just doesn't make a lot of sense and yeah people will once they change it and loosen the restrictions people will game it a little bit but that's going to be far and few between i believe but that would be great for you if they just say no restriction on park hopping because then that basically means there's no reservations for you correct Or you would have to still have a reservation somewhere that day to get into a park, but you could basically, as long as one park is open, you could get into any park at any point that day. Now, do you think that they should get rid of the park reservation? Do I think they should? Yeah. Uh, For, like, my purposes or for their purposes? For our purposes. We don't give a crap about them. Well, yeah, then I I could care less. I sh- you should be able to wake up and decide where you want to go any day. It doesn't help. I mean, it helps them for stuff. Did they, they say? say but did they know.
0: say that they were getting? Were they going to get rid of it for for hard ticketed guests?
1: Uh, for hotel or well, people at hotels, right? Yeah, on property. Maybe I heard rumors of that. I don't know heard if it actually went through. I feel like if you're staying on property, you should be guaranteed to be able to go to whatever park you want. Because, you day.
0: know, because that makes a lot of sense when you make a reservation, when you when you're staying in a hotel and you make you buy a five day ticket. Ninety nine point nine percent of the people are going to assume that you can just go to the park. Right. Like if we're if we're doing a, a trip to California, and you buy Dodger tickets. For such and such date, we would assume that we were going to go to the Dodger game for that date and not have to go online and
1: make an actual reservation. <laughs> or a better example is that if you have Dodger season tickets and you have to make a reservation for the July 14th game specifically, even though you have season tickets, you still have to tell them which game you're going to, because they might just give your seat to somebody else. That's it. If you a, don't go that's, that day.
0: That is a good analogy. It is. Yeah. I've season tickets, which means that I get to go to all 81 Dodger games, correct? Well, you have to make a
1: reservation. And if you don't and if it's closed out and if you didn't make it soon enough, we're going to give the tickets to someone else. And you can only have five games picked out at a time. So once you use one of those games, then you can go to another one. But if you want to go to like all four, you know, Dodgers Giants games on Labor Day weekend, well, you can only have one other reservation for the rest of the year and then just keep moving that around. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's pretty dumb, actually. It's very dumb. It's stupid. As an annual pass holder, you pay to have, Oh, well, you have some blockouts, but let's say you pay for no blockouts, and you pay all this money for it, and then all of a sudden you want to go to the park and they say you can't go this day. Well, that's that's a blackout, isn't it? Yeah. And maybe that's, that could be the only reason why they're not selling them is because maybe they're worried about too many people getting shut out of reservations that have annual passes and then them getting in trouble for not honoring the contract of the annual pass, which is, again, that's seems like pretty far-fetched, but who the hell knows at this point.
0: That is dumb, though. Like, you basically think about it now for a second. You bought the non-blackout here. So you could so go 365
1: days in theory, 365.
0: You, you got Thanksgiving. You got the two weeks of Christmas, everything. And now it's, it's busy during those two weeks of Christmas, but that's why you bought. The that's why you paid extra. That's why you paid extra. And then in essence, they could black you out.
1: Oh yeah. Cause you go to make the reservation. Like say you have, you're spending Thanksgiving on property, which is a busy time. So you have to make park reservations for those four or five days. And then by the time you get around to wanting to make your Christmas reservations, oh sorry, you can't get into any of the parks because they're all sold out on Christmas. Because
0: when you're only allowed X amount of reservations to begin with, say, okay, I'm gonna see your family in October. So I'm gonna I'm gonna schedule those three dates. And then, oh, we're gonna be up there Thanksgiving. Let me squeeze out another couple dates. Now I can't. I can't use Christmas until you. Until until I use those other days, October ones. So now we can't. We use October. We break into November first. I say, oh, I'm going to book now three days at Christmas. Oh, too late, Mister. Sorry, yeah. You missed you. You missed a window.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Bobby I was wa-
0: good at spinning that, though, wasn't he? Oh yeah,
1: allows us to staff better for a better experience for you.
0: Better experience doesn't even talk about staff. It's it's a it allows us to provide a better experience to our guests. And he says that with a big cheesy smile in his stupid Robert name tag, or is he a Bob? <laughs> What was he? Was he Robert or was he, he Bob? He was Bob. He was, he Bob. was Bob, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, Bob from a Carlsbad. I think What a what a clown!
1: It is kind of dumb when the CEO wears the stupid CEO wearing isn't that it? stupid name tag. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> it says earning my ears on it. <laughs> Bob
0: Irvine, California. It's so stupid, isn't it, <laughs> Robert? <laughs> Would you put that up in your in your Disney room?
1: The JPEG name tag. Yeah. Maybe like an be. actual one or a if replica. it was like a real one, if you could buy
0: one, would you buy one and put it up? Oh, that'd be pretty great. That'd it? be fantastic. That would be a collector's item.
1: How about a Michael Eisner one?
0: Yeah, that would like that even better, but Bob's just better. Cause he got fired. That's true. And like, you know, he just left all his stuff in his office. He you and I are tab. going through name tags. Like we did with the, uh,
1: Lawrence Vavrick. Oh yeah. placard. He hasn't said one word. I wonder how long his like gag order is in effect for. Oh, I know. Before I can't can read something. I can't wait to read that book. Yeah, it's going to be That's going to be, be a book, isn't
0: it? Yes, it is. He's taken He's going to take everybody down.
1: I think and you know, I think he has some reason to. I think he was definitely a scapegoat for oh, a lot it of Oh, it was stuff. awful. I mean, I, we didn't like him, but he kind of got the short end of the stick, too.
0: I think that's what happened, though. They handed him this playbook, mm-hmm. and he he, he he ran the playbook to a T. He executed it exactly he execute, how they he wanted it. He executed exactly the way that they wanted it.
1: And then all of and a sudden, the go, wind changed. This isn't they... working. Yeah. Well, what happened? <laughs> what did you do wrong, Bob? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm a puppet. <laughs> I did what you told me to do. That was too dumb to be
0: the CEO. He was just a he was a puppet. Here's the playbook. Smile
1: tell people that <laughs> but that's the problem with being a puppet you can go from a puppet to a scapegoat real quick mm-hmm. yeah he plenty of, his golden parachute will be, let him sleep at night though i'm pretty sure he got yeah but nice that's big, not it's not about payout. money it's
0: about ego these guys all have you think you think that's Iger's true. back for the money it's all ego
1: well that's that's definitely a 100 percent true
0: I mean, imagine they just stick it to you. Yeah, you get a few bucks, but like you have no one to nothing. And you can't say a word. If you open your mouth,
1: that $20 million calling is him gone. That bald
0: weasel like this guy has. He needs to come on the show. He he wants to come on this show and he can't because of the gag order.
1: Yeah, he he would come on the show cost of $20 million. Yep. To come on our stupid podcast. And, and it's an open microphone, Bob. And he's still and he's still tempted. He's still tempted. I'll even let him pick the break music. It's a pretty good offer, don't you think? Yeah. You know, that's the type
0: of guy, instead (laughs) of going on loose, like if you want to set the record straight, you got to go with a a, a, a troubling podcast. You know, we're barely breaking even. We can't get advertised. You want to come on our show. They always do like the tell-alls on like a a, a medium-sized news outlet.
1: Yeah, he's gonna go. They don't like... get
0: Barbara Walters rest, by the way, rest well, in peace, by the way. but they yeah. don't give Barbara Walters the exclusive. They give like Steve Melnick an up and comer. Ah, I'm gonna
1: give it to Steve. So you're saying we're the Steve Melnicks? We're the Steve Melnicks. Just so you don't think Chapek's gonna be sitting down in Oprah's backyard having like no. a barbecue like Kate Middleton no. or whatever? No. no,
0: I think he might give us the exclusive. We might get the exclusive. Should we
1: start being pro Chapek and try to like build up that goodwill for it's when way that too It's way too late. Yeah, you think the. The, the verdict's already out on that one yeah and actually we have a lot of sympathy for him oh he got railroaded for sure right for sure all right what else what other uh what other predictions do you have for 2023
0: um let's see reservation they're not doing away with that
1: how about dining plan any chance that comes back I I think
0: it may only because we're at capacity most of the restaurants are now open so and, I don't think it's going to be And we might be an-
1: going into a slight recession and that's a way for people to plan their vacations right. a little better and you know budget a little better. And that's one of those little lipstick on a pig throwing the people a bone thing. Oh, the dining plans back. Well, you don't save money on it. I don't know why did I don't know why you would do away with that. That's instant cash it's because of the capacity at the right it
0: was and that's what i'm saying
1: and they're close to being back there's not too many that are still closed at this point
0: no i mean i think i think the dining plan that's a great cuz even even if it even if you lose
1: a little bit don't isn't it better just to prepay and have it all done you're not losing a lot first of all it just makes you feel a little better than pulling out the credit card every time.
0: Yeah, you just everything's prepaid. Your 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 five thousand dollar vacation is done. Maybe I loved just it. Some incidentals.
1: I loved it because it was it made it simpler. I knew I wasn't making money on it. Right. I was probably losing, like you said, a little bit. Maybe breaking even. Maybe coming out ahead once. Maybe coming out behind another time. But you know it. It just, especially with kids and they always want the snacks. So just use the credits. It's fine. We have the credits, just get a mm-hmm. snack, you know, have the meals. Then we could split meals and you have extras and mm-hmm. you know, the kids, they only need one meal between the two of them. So they could split their meal, things like that. It, it, it does well, you make it.
0: Use, you could use a kid's meal. Cause what did it, did it come as, as kids meals as well? So
1: you would buy, well, No, you don't want to do kids meals because they're all the same credits. You pay for oh, a okay. Okay, that's
0: what I was gonna ask. That's what I was gonna ask. So if you if you as a you pay family out of pocket four... for
1: the kids' meal. So like if it was four of us and we wanted to do breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like instead of just the two meals a day, we'd get three. Use all the dining plans on the adult meals to pay out of pocket for the kids' meals. Follow, I follow. Or share a, share an adult meal with the kids, especially with the quick serve. At the sit down, it gets a little trickier. But with the with the quick serves, if you're doing those. You just get a couple adult meals and everyone shares. Okay. You know, and that's usually enough. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that I I think that will come back. I think we'll see it around June or July.
0: Yep, I I, I agree. I agree. It's going to happen probably in the slow period of the summer. Yep. When they start extending,
1: uh, <laughs> when they start seeing, uh oh, we don't have as many uh, vacations booked as or, we normally do. Uh oh, we're we're. Sc- we're not doing so good. We already weren't doing good. And now we're hitting a little bit of a uh, recession here.
0: Do you think they're going to do away with uh...
1: Genie Lightning Lane and Genie Plus? I can't imagine. It's such a cash cow for them. I think it's worth the negative goodwill. Yeah, but how much? How much do they make? Do you think they make a lot of money off that? They must. They must make a trillion. I don't. I don't know. Everyone does it. All the first-timers do it. All the once-a-five-year people do it because it's worth it. I did it a few times on our I trip. I know, and because... you're cheap. And I'm cheap, but it's worth it. A Magic Kingdom, it's so worth it to skip the lines on eight or ten rides, like the kitty rides. There's nothing worse than waiting 45 minutes to go on the stupid teacups.
0: Oh, with a bunch of little bratty
1: weasels. You go skip the line with that thing. Oh, it's worth that's worth $15 there. Now you do the headliners, you only get maybe two or three a day. But if you're doing all the fantasy land dark ride stuff, you can play that thing like a fiddle, bounce from one to the other. So you're
0: saying there's nothing worse than waiting in line for Dumbo?
1: Dumbo's not as bad because they have that playground now where you could just sit there and watch you run around and they, buzz you, like around and they buzz you beast. in. Yep. But it's those outside, like the carousel, um, Winnie the Pooh, the Teacups, Autopia—those rides where you're waiting in those lines, it's interminable. It's awful. So being able to skip those for fifteen bucks per person was was worth it for me. So, I mean, I don't think that. You think they'll get rid of it? No, they're not getting rid of that. I don't think they'll get rid of it. Maybe the Lightning Lane, maybe include it in hotel packages. Like you get Genie Plus included if you buy a park hopper and you have a certain stay or you stay at a moderate or a deluxe or just a del- like maybe it'll be a perk. And then the regular, you know, low class people have to pay for it extra. Um, now, do you think they'll bring back extra magic hours at night? I know they have that like half hour at the beginning of the day, which is a joke, but no, that one or two hours at the end of the day, no chance, right? No, not at all. Just for the deluxe and just like once a week at Magic Kingdom and once a week at Epcot. Nope, no. Because that's how they have it now. Are they still doing that or did they get rid of that already? I think they're still just doing the short ones, aren't they? The two hours at the end of the day, only if you're staying out at deluxe, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think they'll bring those back either cuz they have too many of the hard ticketed events. Right. Which are crazy expensive now. I can't believe how much people spend on that. The the Halloween and the Christmas parties. It's insane. It, you, for me. you know
0: what? It's almost it's almost intentional that they make the experience so miserable <sighs> that you need the hard ticketed event. Yeah. Cuz I'll trust me, I've thought about it because I love the Chris. I loved, loved, loved the Christmas party. Right. I loved the parade. I loved the fireworks. I loved all the shows. I loved how in between all the shows you could run on five different rides. Right. And I thought that it was in a, such a huge value. And even at the mid to high ones, I almost see it because the experience has just gotten so out of control.
1: The normal experience is so miserable. Right. That it's almost like throw they the create
0: a miserable experience,
1: so they could charge you for a
0: normal experience,
1: right? But then the then the problem becomes people just do that, and then that becomes miserable. I heard those Halloween parties were so super crowded you couldn't even get on the rides. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know about the Christmas ones, but the Halloween ones I know are super popular and they sell out. They used to limit the tickets. Now you now it's a lot more capacity mm-hmm. in there. Of well, why would you limit the tickets? Because it was always billed as like a exclusive right? experience. I'm saying, why would you do it now? Well, they, they're not. Everything's about milking an extra dollar. Let's get a little more positive here. They're getting rid of that terrible harmonious at Epcot, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is going to be the replacement? What's your prediction? I
0: think they're going, they're going to go back. Aren't they going to go back to I Illuminations? Think, I don't
1: think they're going to go directly back. I think it's going to be like a new Illuminations 2.0 where they're going to incorporate like drones and stuff to make the globe. So it won't be like an actual globe coming out. They're going to have like the, the drone show and lasers and fireworks, but it's going to be more like original Epcot flavor to it. You won't see the characters as much.
0: They they, they changed up Candlelight Processional a little bit. Okay. So they did kind of like a piece on earth at the mm-hmm. end and blah, blah, blah. It was fu- It was fine. And they, they did that song. And I go, this is that song. From the end of Illuminations when they did the holiday special.
1: Oh, the the yeah, the holiday overlay. Like
0: that, like where they're just blowing fireworks and blowing fireworks. They did that song and I looked at I said, I forget you forget how freaking amazing Illuminations was. The holiday illuminations was was out of this world. Out of this world. It was it was it was up there with Candlelight Processional. Candlelight Processional is the best
1: thing I've ever seen. I saw that once when we went at Christmas time. Candlelight, for yeah, we saw candlelight. Yeah, I saw Gina Davis, um, and we did candlelight processional, and then we saw the holiday illuminations. And I love illuminations. The holiday illuminations is like ten times better because it's, it's the whole a- show plus another amazing show, plus another fifteen after. minutes of 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 steroids. Right? It, it's it was ridiculous how good that was. It was so good. And they just cut it off at the news it's just some done. crappy movie on a water screen. It's just completely done. Like, where yeah. does that come from? So I don't think they're going to bring it back like 100%, but I think they'll get back to that flavor of it. Bring back some of the music, maybe remix the music a little bit, have some nods. I don't even care if they have a couple nods to Figment and some of the uh, original attractions in there, maybe. Yeah. Like, bring in that Epcot Forever feel to it a little bit. But I think they'll have, uh, they'll have some drones and things like that. Still do the water screens, but it's not going to have that giant barge in the middle either. They're
0: going to take all that garbage out of the lagoon? They have to. They have to. That was That's such so... a mistake. What the hell? I mean, again. How did they we... make
1: that mistake? Who, like, greenlit that? Who said, people won't mind. It's fine. Just have some oil rig in the middle of World yeah,
0: Showcase. It, it, it is. Like, literally, like, you feel like you're in Houston, Texas, and it just rigs all over the place. It's so... <laughs> ugly and tacky
1: it, uh, it's amazing that that got greenlit
0: i mean it way. was a, probably the same project manager as a contemporary refurbishment
1: yeah, that's a good point i don't know that was my last prediction though i think we'll see some kind of illuminations 2.0 coming back for the replacement okay. but i'll never be un- i'll never be surprised by their ability to mess things up
0: and, like, put Did, an even worse show at Epcot. Yeah.
1: Did you see that uh, that coffee shop that opened up Boardwalk?
0: Yeah. Remember, we were walking. That's what they were doing. That's what they yeah. were working on. Remember I said that there was a gift How, shop upstairs look- in
1: the lobby? Did you see the pictures of it?
0: Uh, I saw, like, all the seating areas, like, across the hall.
1: It's just, like, plain white walls and, like, plain tr- You're in the Boardwalk. It's supposed to be in, like, 1920s turn of the century and they have just like modern ikea furniture in there nothing on the walls all white it looks like a it looks like the uh, clarion main gate lobby that we stayed at it looks awful
0: you didn't watch you didn't watch that youtube with that miserable kid did you is that where you got this from who ah uh, there's a there's a youtuber and he's angry he's got like a castle in his back in the background he's good he's on target but he's real miserable and angry oh i don't
1: know who you're talking about
0: he talked about the same thing. He talked about the, the refurbishments coming to the lobby. Oh, yeah. And how all they're doing is just modern contemporary with every resort that they have. Right, which is fine. And he but he like said the, the ref- same thing about that coffee shop that you did. That's why oh, like, really? we must... Yeah, same exact
1: no, thing. It. it just looks so bad. Like, how do you get the boardwalk, which is themed so nicely with, like, the old-school 1920s New Jersey kind of, you know, Atlantic Coast theming and just make it like the ramada from any city in america right now and
0: and it's funny because you know what i like you know what i like about the boardwalk the theming is the boardwalk is not for me the boardwalk is my least favorite of the epcot area resorts because it's so unique but it's it's just not my flavor
1: but it's themed well it's
0: themed perfectly just like the grand floridian is not everybody's cup of tea because it is luxurious, and you feel a different. You have a different feeling when you walk through the lobby. Well, they're about to screw that up, and they, they, that's they what they're going to screw it. But that's what the contemporary always. They all had these different things, and people. Oh, I hate how tacky the Polynesian is. The next person, next, you'll be like, I love the theming over there. And yeah, that's but what makes all these resorts so special is that you had your top five and I had my top five and we might've had one
1: crossover. And that's but why now I love, they're just, they're, they're all this, they're becoming all the same. And that's why I love Port Orleans French quarter. Cause you walk in that lobby and it's like, it feels like New Orleans, the grounds it feel does. like New Orleans. It, they didn't try to modernize it. They didn't try to make it clean. And, you know, they didn't try to make it look like the contemporary. Right. And, and now they're, I don't know. It, we gotta hope we get more more Polynesian refurbs and less contemporary refurbs. Right. Of the rooms and the lobbies and things like that. But And maybe not... let late maybe let the Imagineers
0: go back to what they did. Yeah, no kidding. It just seems like everything is so corporate. Like you can't have a lunatic like Joe Rohde who dreams and and has these visions and goes to africa to study their culture and then comes back and builds a resort right now it's just oh well, let's go get this you know
1: modern kid with
0: a masters degree who knows you know
1: yeah interior designer yeah well, let's yeah.
0: let's get the next four seasons over here i don't want a four season we got a four seasons
1: across the street and it's okay if, like, if that's what the resort is. Like, the the Swan Reserve, if that's what it's trying to... Like, if it's more of that style, that's mm-hmm. okay. There's room for that. Mm-hmm. But they don't all have to be. That's what That was your point. Like, the Beach Club is very different from Boardwalk. But right. they're both nice in their own ways. And in some people like way. Boardwalk better. Some people like Beach Club better. And that's good. They should have that. They shouldn't all look the same. You shouldn't right. walk in... You shouldn't be able to walk into a coffee shop at any hotel at Disney, these themed hotels and not know, not even be able to guess which one right. it could be at. If I just showed you pictures of that coffee shop, you would have no clue which which hotel that's at. You wouldn't be able to guess because it's there's nothing unique or stylistic about it. It's just, you know, it's like cookie cutter. Just get dropped in from any hotel lobby in the country. That's sad, isn't it? It's disappointing. Because you talk about that bar that's there that you love. Leaping Libations, that's what it's called, right? Oh no, that's the pool bar, right? Leaping Libations.
0: That's a yeah, that's the pool bar.
1: What's the bar in that lobby that you were talking about last week?
0: Oh, we yeah, we walked through it.
1: Um I can't think of the name, but it's but that's themed like perfect Bellevue Lounge. Bellevue. It's themed yeah. perfect. It's so that perfect, resort. isn't it? It's got like those
0: chairs that look uncomfortable. Yeah, why not? And make it's something that you would see in your grandmother's house. But that's what that was. Turn of the century boardwalk.
1: Why not make new that Jersey coffee Shore. shop an extension of that theming? Like, you can add some new things to it. I don't know. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, the Cruise Cup lounge is so nice. It makes sense. Yacht Club. There's boats. There's literally boats in there. It's all right. dark wood. Like, if they built that lounge today you wouldn't see a piece of wood in there. It wouldn't be, there wouldn't be dark woods. It wouldn't be anything. It would just be like granite and marble and chairs and flat screens and charging stations and things like that. Like it would be yeah, right, so, right, right. Right. So vanilla. And that's, yeah, that's sad. You're right. You said, you mentioned Joe Rody I saw like some pictures on Twitter. Someone posted of like just random pictures from animal kingdom Resort. Uh mm-hmm. not resort, the theme park. Mm-hmm. Just hidden spots that no one goes to, and just you don't see a single person, you don't see a ride, you don't see anything. It just looks like a lush jungle. And I like looked at it and I laughed because that would never happen today. If they were to build a new land or a new, you know, a whole new theme park, it wouldn't be like that. It would be so cramped in and, and Like they don't allow big thinkers anymore.
0: No, cost too much money.
1: Yeah, that's why Eisner was great. He just threw money at that. Oh, he
0: just he threw good money after bad, after good after bad.
1: I mean, that's the reason Animal Kingdom came out when it first opened. It had nothing because they spent too much money designing it. They forgot to save money for the rides and the hotels. Every hotel he built was themed to the nines perfectly. Even, which I like Riviera a lot. That's a little, you know, a little plain, a little modern. Like, that's closer to, they have enough touches in there, which makes it unique and fun and exciting. But you're getting to the point with that where you're like, this could, this is on the borderline. You know The I mean? only saving grace is Peter likes meter. Yeah, <laughs> that's hopefully, not one of the changes in 2020. Hopefully, Newfield we're Jr. Yeah. isn't,
0: isn't be, we're doing his uh Tuck bench boat. pressing right
1: now. Oh, is that the probably listen to? It. Yeah,
0: yeah. He said he almost dropped a set like on a when he first listened to us, and we said Pete likes meat. But he's he's a he he's he's a traveler, he travels to Europe all the time. Mm-hmm. And he said that this resort is so spot on. So, for somebody ignorant like me who have you know, I've been to Canada and Mexico for two hours. He said that it this is spot on, and that's exactly what you would see in the French Riviera. So I'll give him that. But I see
1: what you're saying with the high rise and the and it has enough touches where I still feel like it's unique, like it's uniquely Disney. Mm -hmm. But it's close. Like you go into certain spots and you're like, this could be anywhere. But then you turn the corner and you're like, this feels like Disney, which. You still want to feel, I know like sometimes we talk about how it's nice to not feel like you're in the middle of a theme park, but I do like feeling like I'm at Disney, right? Like walking into the contemporary lobby still feels like Disney. Like it's luxurious. It's different. You're not like hitting the head with Mickey Mouse, but you still know you're at, you know, it's something special and unique. They need more of that. I don't know. That being said, should we take our second break, So Let's take our second break. All first. right, we'll be right back. All right, we are back from break. Episode number four hundred and fifty-seven of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. Talked about changes for twenty twenty-three. Some of the changes we'll be having. Some of the changes we think we might see, or we want to see, at Walt Disney World. And you know what's messed up? What's that part? With
0: mm-hmm. that second break music, you could I I could see everything. You could see the subtle fireworks going up with the changes of the uh, color mm-hmm. water fountains.
1: What I, illuminations. what I loved is how they had the lights on in all the countries, like the oh, lighting yes. effects of the countries and how they would turn off and not, you know. Yes. The torches, just the torches not being there around in just 15 minutes. <laughs> World but, showcase. Yeah.
0: Oh, so good.
1: Illuminations, reflections mm-hmm. of red. That was such a good show. They got to bring it back. They have to have a, at least an
0: homage to it, right? That thing was too good. It's too good. I mean, it's like getting
1: rid of Spaceship Earth, which... <laughs> yeah,
0: well,
1: that's a good point. They're bringing back Wishes, right? Or
0: I never one? cared about any of the Disney fireworks. Where I say ones? Magic Kingdom, I'm dating myself.
1: Is it Wishes, or is it the one after? I don't even know, because I, I don't really care either. Yeah, I don't care. About the Magic Kingdom ones, but I know they're like going back one show because people didn't like this new one, and they're going to go back one version.
0: <laughs> i'm I'm scrolling through and i'm seeing wdw news today from two days ago walt disney world fails to deliver on promise of parking lot trams recurrent returning to all parks in 2022 so i guess <laughs> that's a pr- another prediction that we yeah right didn't discuss
1: what's well, a covet thing but <laughs> yeah of course anything else you want to add here no no, so go, go uh you know where to find us. We're gonna wrap it up here because we went a little long in that uh in that middle section. But you can go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at wdwbtg, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at wdwbtg. Our website is wdwbtg.com. You could subscribe wherever you download your podcast. Please uh, subscribe and And especially to YouTube and and to the podcast, it does help us out. You can uh, join our Facebook group, search for WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family in the groups and apply to become a member there. It's a very exclusive club that we have had uh, very zero rejections, I believe. The the main uh, requirement is that you can type an answer in. I don't think it matters what the answer is. I like think Sean, Sean Duffy said his favorite resort was All-Star Music, and yep. his favorite restaurant was Rainforest Cafe.
0: Rainforest Cafe, yep. Two, so it, two it do- is right there.
1: It doesn't take much. The bar is very low to get in. So join us there. We have some good, fun discussions there as well. Um, you can email us, info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com. Did I forget anything?
0: No, you hit on every all cylinders there,
1: parts. Oh, perfect! Firing on all. This is going to be a big Firing year, on good year. All Let's cylinders. go! Let's go! Twenty twenty. You're excited, three. aren't you? A little bit. Until
0: so. until you get your message on Monday that says
1: tonight. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Thought he going to forget this week. <laughs> all right, that, that's going to do it for episode number four hundred and fifty-seven of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host Mike. My name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again one. next week. Right
0: now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K Y. Why? Because we like you. you.